guys, it's the Christmas episode of Why Is This a Thing? It's fucking Christmas morning. And on this sacred holiday, we celebrate a tradition like no other. It is the third installment of the Santathon as the Santa Clauses returns to Disney Plus for season two. The limited series sequel to the Santa Claus trilogy was renewed and is now a thing that is going to, I guess, just haunt our <laughs> Every Christmas, Every I'm guessing? Christmas. I guess it seems so, like yeah. it. Until, until it stops making money? Until uh, Tim Allen dies, I guess. I get, Or says something really inflammatory in the press. You know, I think yeah, that's, that's what true, we're rooting yeah. for. You yeah. know? <laughs> um, we're just rooting for footage of him in the January 6th crowd to resurface. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of feel like he's already adjacent to that. Yeah. I think we talked about last year how we were shocked that Disney is continuing to work with him. Right. It seemed like a bold move for Disney. Even though he's a part of the Disney DNA in so many ways. I mean, he, you know, Toy sure. Story and yeah, all that stuff. But there was a whole big backlash about how they didn't use him for the Buzz Lightyear movie. Right. He was not the voice of Buzz Lightyear in the Buzz Lightyear film that came out recently. Yeah, it was Chris Evans. Yet they're continuing to work with him on the Santa Claus. Right. B- by the way, boy, did that movie need Tim Allen in that role. <laughs> that movie sucked. <laughs> and, you know, it's funny, like, this franchise is about the moniker of Santa being something that can evolve over time. Yeah. So like by definition, you don't need to keep the same Santa Claus in order to continue right. in the continuity. It's like Dr. Who It's like right there for you. You can just be, create a new Santa at any time. In, in his own way, Tim Allen has become very much like the real life mad Santa. It's his right. Santa. And it is exactly. He's, he's the real <laughs> he mad not Santa. Let go of the reins. No. <laughs> well, I was so sure that this season they were setting up for a transition to a new Santa did you think it was fluffy? I did. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> I, I thought for did, sure too. they were going to go Gabriel Iglesias. It was obvious. It did that. Dude. It's right there. <laughs> no, it's not, though. It is right there. It's, it's, it, it, it is right there. It's this guy like that loves right Christmas there. more than anything. <laughs> Could you imagine if, like, this is just Gabriel Iglesias' franchise for the next <laughs> five movies? That'd be fucking hilarious. <laughs> he is so terrible on the show. <laughs> oh, my is. God. I agree. I mean, I am not usually a Fluffy fan myself, but this is like a new low even for him. I oh, think. no. <laughs> this is like him hitting a new low. I mean, Gabriel Glacis' sort of peak has long been peaked. He still does really well on the road, though. I'm sure he does. Well, actually, a lot of comedians who are not at the top of their career actually do really well on tour because people just by now just know them passively. And they're like, oh, I loved that guy 10 years ago. I mean, he's like Dane Cook used to be. It was the same kind of phenomenon. Oh, my God. He would sell out Madison Square Garden, and everybody would be like, he's terrible. But you guys were all just laughing in Madison Square Garden. That's true. Yeah. You know? Like, something isn't computing here. The nickelback of comedy. You can kind of stay quiet and use the same material. You can recycle the same material for, like, years and years and years and years and years going on tour like that. Uh, Sebastian Maniscalco is the number one tour of last year. Okay. Gabriel Iglesias is number two. Whoa! Good for him. Joe Coy is number three, believe it or not. By the way, like, I have no problem with you, like, recycling your content and having, like, a very successful long-term tour career. You've put the work in at one point, and you're paying the dividends later, and that's all the power to you. Jeff Dunham's still hanging around in the top ten, by the way. Number nine. He's doing great. 
Gaffigan at number 10, not surprising. That's another guy that not just... Surprising. That his yeah. fans will never go away. Like, you're just going to have the same legion of, you know... How many of these guys in the top 10 do you do you like? I like uh, Sebastian Maniscalco. Maniscalco? He's actually my least favorite, I think, of all the people you've mentioned so far, personally. Then Fluffy? You'd rather go to a Fluffy show? Uh, no, probably besides him. Yeah. <laughs> Iglesias is my least favorite, but Maniscalco, second least, probably. John Mulaney is number seven. Or, I'm sorry, uh, Chris Rock at seven, Chappelle at six. Kevin Hart is at five. I mean, all the guys he was. Burt Kreischer is four. Wow. And yeah, then then you got Joe Coy and Iglesias. Iglesias. Wow. $25 million is what he made on his last tour. Good for him. Good for him. Okay. Now, is that profit or revenue? What are we talking I here? I think that says revenue. Yeah, revenue. Gross he's, revenue. he's still quite happy. Still quite fat and fluffy. He sure is. Uh, yeah, so he plays a character... Named Chris Kringle in this? Is that right? Is he credited as Chris Kringle? I only got Chris. I didn't catch the Kringle. I think we can assume. I think he was Kringly. He's, he's very he's not fat, he's Kringly. Yeah. Um <laughs> That's a dumb joke. That's bad. <laughs> That's awful. And yeah, he he plays like the head of a Christmas themed amusement park. Like a little Christmas village. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they use like cement mix to make snowflakes or whatever. What <laughs> yeah, was it? Something like that. Yeah. This was confusing to me because it comes off like it's his full time job because this season covers multiple months. Right. But the Santa town is still going. Oh, yeah. All year long. Is that a thing? I, I, I just went to Santa's village with my little cousin this year. We went when? in August. What? Oh, yeah. No, oh, what the hell? Okay. But, but Adam, also bear in mind that the film. Goes to great lengths to explain that they're losing money left and right. Like <laughs> yeah, they yeah, are, done a they are business, hemorrhaging. How did you even, I, I, I just like how did you get it going to begin with? I'm, I don't. I, I don't know. They bill Santa's Village as Santa's vacation destination. Oh, that's where he summers. You know, he's kind of like a snowbird. Summertime, he goes down to Santa's Village, and then in the winter, he goes back to the North Pole. Clever. Yeah, you see Clever. that. The inverse snowbird, I suppose. I see. Yeah, that makes no sense. It's like in the summer, I want to be in a really hot place so I can die. And then in the winter, I want to freeze. Like, <laughs> So, uh, yeah, uh, that's where he works. And, and he ends up coming into contact with Magnus Antis, played by Eric Stone Street from Modern Family. Can I get a hug? No, mostly because I can't move my arms. If I could, it's still a no. Well, you know what? I, I think I speak for the whole world when I say thank you. Thank you for the magic of those snow globes. Magic? I would never give humans magic. They can't be trusted with it. So you're not the real Santa? I am Santa! The rightful Santa! The Santa who occupies the North Pole now is a fraud! Doing a pseudo-Trump thing? Were you getting that vibe here? Well, yes, I mean, the yes, name yes. doesn't really yes. help much. I mean, every time they said his name, all I could hear was Mad DeSantis. Oh. Every single time. <laughs> that wasn't on purpose, I can tell you that. <laughs> because Antis is Santa backwards. Antis. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah. That's, that's and Magnus just means greatest in Latin. So it's literally just greatest Santa. He does the lip thing, you know, like Baldwin used to do in SNL of the, the trumpeting. Yeah, the yeah, yeah that, that sort of thing. Yeah. And, you know, he's playing an evil Santa Claus and he's the bad guy in this movie. Although I feel like they've done evil Santa a couple times now in this franchise. Yeah, they had evil robot Santa, I guess, right? They had evil robot Santa. I feel like last year, didn't they have kind of a, there was a Santa multiverse or something, right? And there was a bad Santa in there. Well, what is this? What's the guy? Uh, Carl Penn? 
Yes. Was was sort of a bad Santa. He was like an Elon Musky Bezosy figure. Yeah. yeah that's right. right. That's right. Yeah. What's the villain in the third movie, which I have not seen yet? Uh, a fellow by the name of Martin Short. I know it's Martin Short, but who does he play? He plays Jack Frost. Jack Frost. Oh, Jack Frost. Jack Frost. Jack Frost. Yeah. I see. He's very chilly. Oh, yeah? He's a cold guy. I would yeah. hope he would be chilly. Yeah, he's a cold guy. <laughs> so, yeah, Santa Claus is. It's back, guys. It's yeah. on Disney+. Plus, and it follows the adventures of Scott Calvin as Santa Claus and his family who go through hijinks and magic quests and it's the santa claus again i'm getting really sick of this franchise can i just say it now i'm over it oh, no. i'm over it i'm over it we need to stop this is my question can this be the final year please for the love of god nicholas saint nicholas please <laughs> can this be the last fucking year of this stupid series Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> ten more seasons oh no i command it it's so terrible it's not going anywhere has the series got progressively worse for you? Yes. Like in order, one, two, three, four, five, six. No question about it. Did you like this more or less than the previous season? I think I liked this a little bit more. Worse. I no think worse. I like a little. I don't know why. I liked I liked the Cal Penn, Elon Musk kind of thing a lot more than I liked this dumb ancient war against Santa Claus where all the elves <laughs> all the and Game of Thrones were, shit. It's a little. And, yeah. No. It is perhaps the least active villain I've ever seen yeah doesn't do anything he throws an evil snowball e once even when he gets to the north pole spoiler alert they stop him by he just stops yes <laughs> <laughs> he just stops dude it's, that's how they stop him it is so fucking he's lame he's not that bad a guy he's not he doesn't do anything he i mean he is santa after all like i know like he's kind of a mad santa but he's still santa yes you know like hey, different times different times like let's be honest right like, yeah exactly i mean yeah. oh it's all different yeah that's right like the thing about him and they, they make this part of his character when he's at the amusement park is he can't help but make things christmasy he actually likes christmas yeah. he is the spirit of christmas yes so like yeah how bad can he be just a little aggressive and they blame it. him for spreading the plague one year for christmas but he, in his defense as he said it's not his fault all of the children wanted rats it, that's very true right <laughs> yeah exactly. and i'm inclined to believe him the most frustrating takeaway for me is the lack of betty because betty's my favorite thing about last it, it, no question yeah the, that's she's, true she's, she's awesome and she's only in this for like what is it two three episodes she goes on what do the amish call it when they go away for a weekend or whatever rumspringer rumspringer yeah, yeah. it's the the uh, call it in this? the, the cribble crabble cribble is what crabble, they call yeah, it yeah. here we're here to make you go in cribble crabble the cribble crabble clause in accepting position of head elf you agree to take a leave of absence from the North Pole for education and rejuvenation purposes, whether you wish to or not. You're way overdue. I can't go now. I'll defer. No exceptions. I know, but in this case... That includes you, Betty. These clauses are so specific. You know yeah, no, 100%. She's the best performance in the whole show. Yeah. Another point, though, for last season over this season is uh, last season had Bernard, at least. Oh, well, he was too busy making Oppenheimer. Krumholtz is clearly on the campaign trail trying to get that supporting actor nomination. All right. He's, he's not worried about fucking. He's not going to get that. <laughs> he should. He might be the, one of the best performances in the movie. I don't think he's that good. He's amazing. He's good. Don't start. He's not that Don't good. fucking best start. Best supporting actor. Don't fucking boy start. Bernard. To get okay. an Oscar. Don't right, even go there. I want him to get an Oscar for playing Bernard. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
That's not how it works in the industry, unfortunately. You get the Oscar for the wrong movie every time. It's basic That's just how it is. There you go. I should have won it for Santa Claus. Yeah, Cromwell's is like, I'll do one episode and one season and then we're done. But he was under the impression that we were all under, which is that they're not going to make a season two. I mean, this, so, are you kidding? It is so weird that they wanted to do a season two. I don't understand this at all. They do bring back, though, for this series. Well, actually, they don't bring him back. They introduce Tracy Morgan as the Easter Bunny in a one episode cameo that which was horrible <laughs> yeah they couldn't get him back for another episode he, I, I, like he was there for a day and that's all he was given if i'm in him i would have refused to do it because i can't talk through this fucking makeup <laughs> <laughs> what are you snapping your fingers for what's going on you'll see where's she going no it's chubby buddy time not the peeps you're going to eat them all. You're a pure monster. <laughs> Pizza are never meant to be eaten. Those are packing materials. No. Oh, my God. He couldn't understand a word he was saying. <laughs> it was terrible. What would possess him to agree to do this? Besides money, I guess, which is probably the answer. <laughs> it's the only answer. He's playing the Easter Buddy as just like a guy with a rabbit nose, but sneakers. Yes. Like he just got <laughs> legs and he just like hops around and they, like, they don't give him like bunny feet or anything. All of his speech is just muffled. Yes. And it's like Bane or some shit from, it's, from Dark Knight Rises. It's terrible. Yeah. You just literally can't hear him. It's the least audible thing. I think they must have filmed more with him. He stormed off the set. I think that's what must have happened. Yeah. No. They replace him with a literal rabbit. Well, what they do is they, yeah, the daughter has magical powers where she's a witch now. Yes. Right? She comes out of the closet, too, as a witch. That's one of the subplots of this series. That's right. And she is able to summon the power of transformation to change a person to an object. And so she changes the Easter bunny to a bunny bunny, mm -hmm. which I'm not, again, exactly sure what he was in the first place. He was just an oversized bunny. To making him a regular bunny. Yes. He is what you would call in the industry a homunculus, a fucking <laughs> monster, <laughs> a amalgamation of man and bunny that should not exist, an abomination against God's image. <laughs> He's from the island of Dr. Moreau. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he fucking is, dude. It's Yeah, because I always thought like the Easter Bunny's just a bunny, but apparently he's not. He's something else. He's Tracy Morgan. <laughs> and he's playing it as Tracy Jordan playing the Easter Bunny, too. Like, uh, as you would expect. Yes. Oh, I'm the Easter Bunny, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like five seconds into like his first uh, couple lines. I'm like, Tracy Morgan? <laughs> yeah, suspend your disbelief at all. No, it's like, what did they do to you? <laughs> They've massacred my boy. <laughs> Yep. They also bring back, and I did not remember this at all, but the second and third Santa Claus movies apparently feature Kevin Pollock as Cupid. Okay, how about this one? What do you call a jalapeno that went to medical school? Dr. Pepper. <laughs> That's hysterical. Tip your waitresses, everybody. Listen, this, these jokes are great, but why did you fly to the North Pole? I mean, did, did, did I forget Valentine's Day or something? What are you up to? Take it easy. I'm not spying on you, all right? Well, why are you here? Again, not spying. Let me preface this by saying, don't shoot the messenger. Some of the legendaries, uh, Mother Nature, Easter Bunny, Sandman, okay, all of them are a little concerned about your son being the next Santa. How did they know about that? I told them, I'm spying. My first note about this is that I can't believe that this show is actually demanding that we remember what happened previously. <laughs> they are so insistent upon it, yeah. There could not be anything further from any viewer 
than what happened in any previous season or film. This is made for children, I have to assume. Yet all of the children who watch the original films are now 30. Are hosting podcasts. Oh my God, yeah. yeah. They're adults. <laughs> exactly. So I can't tell you who this is fucking for. And they demand that you know the lore. Dude, the IP. I mean, every year when we think you can't get to a lower low, fucking Michael Keaton is doing kung fu moves in The Flash. And they're like calling back to <laughs> a chalice that Tim Allen drank out of in Santa Claus 2. Oh my God. That was his hot chocolate mug. They make that the MacGuffin of the season and they flash back to it. Like, remember that one scene where Tim Allen drank <laughs> hot cocoa? Well, it all connects to this climax. Right. <laughs> I hated the way they kept drawing to the other movies, like with, with the canoe yeah. in, in the room with for, and that's Gabriel Iglesias. Yeah, they retcon Fluffy into the original movie. They keep trying to fuck up these movies. Bernard, obviously, that they reference being an elf that ages for some reason where all the elves don't age. Spencer Breslin's character, they also reference as having gone away for Cribble Crabble and never returning. So it's all of this stuff, like, it's like fucking Star Wars. It's like they're taking the Kessel Run and making it into a movie. That's the equivalent of what they're doing I'm, here. Yeah. Like, they just keep insisting on going deeper in. It's like, fuck, dude. Are we going to start seeing some de-aging stuff happening, though, to keep this thing going? Because they're going to have to if they want to keep those elves around. That is the curious thing. Like, I don't know if they've hit puberty yet, but it is coming, and it is coming very fast. And, yeah. It, like, yeah. I feel like the Cribble Crabble thing at the end, they imply that those two elves are not going to return. Betty and um, Noel, Noel, Noel are not going to return. I wonder if that's just a... Did you ever see It Chapter 2? No. Ooh, they did not do this well at all. No, they didn't. It's a terrible scene. It's just the most distracting thing you've ever seen. They try to de-age the kids. Right. Because by the time they'd finished with the first one, those kids had gotten notably... Older. Yeah, right. And it's just like, you can tell. <laughs> I would rather you ask me to suspend my disbelief than do the de-aging thing. Me too. Yeah, do Wet Hot American Summer. Irishman is a perfect movie if you just recast the fucking actors. You don't even need to recast them. Who cares? They look older. Whatever. I'm over it. <laughs> like, But in this case, do you want Betty to stick around? No. Well, first of all, I want better things for her. I do too. Yeah. You know, I want her to go on and like actually make good movies. Yeah, the actress. I see this actress yeah. going on to do yeah. quite amazing things. Yeah. She's got a bright future. I think I told you I saw her in the show Station Eleven last year, and she's tremendous in that show. Yeah. I forget how old is she in real life? Because she's like way younger than you would assume almost, right? Matilda Lawler is the actress's name. What year was she born, Nick? I'm going to say like 2008. 2008. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Does that make her 15? <laughs> yeah, she's 15 Shit. years old. Yeah. I mean, that's that's amazing. Amazing performance. Born in 2008. Jesus Christ. Obama's first term. <laughs> People can be born in 2008? Yeah, that's a thing. The Dark what the Knight hell just came out. <laughs> the Dark Knight just came out. <laughs> oh, my God. The Avengers has not come out yet. God damn it. The Iron Man came out this summer. Yeah, that's um, right. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Holy shit. <laughs> She's as old as the MCU. That's fucked up. <laughs> She's the same age as the MCU. I don't like that. Oh, Jesus. So that so those are some of the cameos, but really what we're doing here is we're spending a lot of time with Fluffy and Magnus Antis and his gnome uh, girl sidekick who is named Olga or something, right? I didn't hate her. It's it's amazing how I like the children actors better in these than the actual adults who should be professionals. No question. Like, who's the one with the eye patch? The elf with the eye patch? Oh, he's fun. 
scary. At first, I didn't like the gag of they kept doing these flashbacks and they kept putting him in situations where you're expecting, oh, that's how he lost his eye. Right. And then they just never actually show you how he loses his eye. He's going to play darts and like, oh, you better watch out. She has horrible aim. And then it's like they're playing with knives and pretty good. Gag. Here's going to be the reveal. It still has his other eye. He just likes the eye. He patch. just likes the eye patch. Yeah. Just killed the Christmas magic Whoa. for me. Yeah, Sorry, you guys. Just, you just took <laughs> there a is shit no in my Santa. stocking. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> so, Magnus Santis is this evil Santa that at one point in time was turned into a nutcracker. And that nutcracker is sitting in a vault somewhere in the North Pole. And someone, is it the daughter, right? The daughter is the one that uses her magic to transform him. There's like a special snow globe it's, that So breaks. the snow globe from oh, last right, right, season. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Everyone in the world got a snow globe from Santa last Everybody season. Everybody remember we, the snow globes? Everybody keeping track of the plot here? Yeah. Nope. That magic from the North Pole was still infused in the snow globe. And Gabriel Iglesias' dad says basically like, I hate your Christmas shop and you're not no son of mine. I hate you. Go die, basically. By the way, like Gabriel Iglesias' dad played by Nacho Vargas' dad in Better Call Saul. Oh, that's who that was. I was like, I know this guy somewhere. I recognized him. I'm glad. Did you just pick that up or did you look it up? I picked it up and then I looked it up to confirm. Catch. This is what I do, Nick. I watch Santa Clauses every year and fucking <laughs> look for the minutiae. Doing the Lord's work over there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Gabriel Iglesias had both the Nutcracker and this snow globe and they, the shelf falls over, snow globe cracks and the, the water from the snow globe leaks into the Nutcracker and awakens Magnusantis who was frozen with his little gnome friend. Although when they show how they got frozen, she just runs behind him. It's like the worst explanation I've ever seen. He's getting frozen and then she just runs behind him. It's terribly staged is all I'm saying. Oh, it's just awful. No. It's just Santa really Claus bad. It's terribly staged. It's terribly staged, Deco. It's just not very good. No. <laughs> like, what was that? <laughs> I did like the action sequence with the toy sword and the real sword. With that was fun. The series ends like <laughs> Revenge of the Sith ends. It does with cross-cutting <laughs> duels between hero and villain. It's the same ending as Revenge of the Sith. It's amazing, really. Yeah. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> it's just, just melting into the lava. <laughs> yeah, the gnomes get their legs cut off and they're burned alive. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, Magnus Antis comes back and. So there are flashbacks throughout this from, what is it, a thousand years prior? 731 years. Thank you for that number. Apparently these elves, they're working for the Mad Santa. And at the North Pole, he's burrowed himself into these underground caves because he's evil, I guess. That's what you do, man. You right. find an underground cave if you're evil. Right. Everybody knows this. <laughs> what is the explanation for Santa being evil? I don't remember. Power. 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 Yeah. Yeah, they, they basically he just went mad with power. And so now he's back and he's ready to take out the fraud in the North Pole, the illegitimate president. That's right. If you want to read it that way, you know. I'm having a hard time remembering the exact moment, but there was a moment where I was like, oh, they're doing the Trump thing. I can't place it, but like I had the same thought independently of you. So pretty strong argument. Yeah. As you said, this villain does not do much in the movie. What do you and mean? Doesn't do anything. Doesn't do you anything. Have to, you have to reiterate, does not do anything. He hangs around at this amusement park with Fluffy and uh, upsets children. And then Olga the gnome is like, I want to kill everybody. I want to kill, 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 kill. And then they, they're like, oh, Olga, always trying to murder people. <laughs> and that's five episodes of the show. That's five episodes of the show. Yep. I've said it last year and I'll say it again. <laughs> 
Make it a fucking movie. Yeah. I'm sick of this format. It's terrible. Taking a movie, an act one, act two, act three structure and jerry-rigging it into a three-hour TV show <laughs> where, you, where the villain does nothing. Nothing. The villain sits around and does nothing for five hours. Yep. It's this weird Frankenstein's monster of TV and movie, and it's terrible. It's terrible. Horrible. <laughs> I think Rob actually likes this show, but. Oh, no. Terrible. I'm putting words in his mouth. I'm co-opting his image for the, my own games here. I mean, the first thing I found confounding, I was like, oh, we're doing like a proper series with like 10 episodes an hour, you know, that kind of thing. And then when it was revealed that it was. 30 minutes not counting credits it's less than that so you got these like 20 minute episodes and it's heavily serialized yes. so there's no adventure of the week and a show like this needs an adventure of the week yes yes you know there's one episode that's the easter episode where they have to take over for the easter bunny because he's been turned to an actual bunny that's fun and they they do a little harmony corinne's aggro drift scene which is kind of oh my kind god of cool. i thought the exact <laughs> fucking thing <laughs> You and I are broken. You were so weird. I thought to say, I'm like night vision. I literally aggro drift. I thought of aggro drifting crazy people. Literally, what is the final note right there? Looks like aggro drift. It says it right there. I wrote it down. (laughs) I like they're ripping off Harmony Corinne here. (laughs) He's pushing the medium forward. Clearly, (laughs) it's it's influencing the Santa Claus. Yeah. That was the only episode where I'm like, all right, this, this is at is least fun. kind of a self-contained thing. I didn't mind it. That was one of the, I guess by default, one of the better episodes if you have to pick your favorite. I yeah. like that. I like them like being invisible and dropping the wrong eggs and stuff like that. You know, it's cute. The stink eggs. A lot yeah, of fart yeah, jokes yeah. about the stink eggs. That's all well and good. I think you're right. I don't mind this being like self-contained little episodes of like, here are the adventures in Christmas land. Like, it doesn't need to be an overarching plot with a villain. It could just be whatever fucking adventure they want to do for the day. That would probably be better. Yeah, or, you know, structure it like each episode is a different magical creature. Have a Cupid episode, have a Sandman episode, have, you know, all of that stuff. But that's the thing. It is a movie. You're watching, like, this is a movie. But it's a lame movie, though, because they stretch it into a TV show, and they shoot it like a TV show, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's, you know, doesn't work. Super lame. Another emphasis this year that was sort of a throwaway gag last year is the presence of this character la bafana yeah la bafana i did not know this is an actual creature in italian lore i didn't know this either italian christmas witch basically which i feel like i have a couple of those in my family (laughs) but yeah yeah apparently that's the thing la bafana (laughs) delivers gifts to children throughout italy on epiphany eve the hell is epiphany eve Sounds pretty sick, doesn't it? Probably a Christian thing. Probably a religious thing. Catholic. I think Three Kings Day is January 6th. I think it's the eve to whatever that is in Italian culture. Okay. I did not know this. I just learned this recently. Mm -hmm. 12 Days of Christmas starts on Christmas Day. Oh. Christmas Day is day one of the 12 Days of Christmas. Oh. So that's why Three Kings Day is the last day. Is Three Kings Day meant to be the day that the Three Kings arrived to visit the baby? I think that's right. Oh, I got okay. okay I think okay. that's what it is. Yeah. So Christ was born, and then twelve days later, the three wise men show up or whatever. Got there a little late. Yeah. So January six is Three Kings Day. It's the final day. And six. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I do love that, and I know it's a Tim Allen decision, and I know Disney just kind of tolerates it, 
But he insists on every season has to have a mention of Jesus. Right. Yes. They mentioned it for one episode, I think. They just... Yeah, they say, well, I think they literally say, what does this all have to do with Jesus? That's what I said. I'm watching, I'm like, why are they bringing up Jesus right now? That's not the show. (laughs) Right. Nothing else really big deal, except that we have to do Easter this year from the North Pole. What? Easter? We don't have time for this. We don't know nothing about no Easter? Yeah, like, does the Easter bunny hide the Easter eggs, or do the eggs hide themselves? Exactly, and what do eggs have to do with Jesus? How did Jesus like his eggs? It's true, don't get chickens and bunnies involved in Easter. Rabbits don't lay eggs. Blah, blah, blah. It's a whole Ted talk now. (laughs) What does Ted the rabbit have to say? (laughs) Ted's the chicken. Pay attention, Dad. Maybe Jesus had chickens and was friends with a bunny? We kind of went through the text. We couldn't find anything about it. So, Noel, this is on you to figure that out, all right? Tim Allen is a fairly religiously conservative individual. Sure. But he is this franchise, and they can't get rid of him here. And I think that's one of his clauses, pun intended, in his contract is you got to let me mention Jesus if needed. So Labafana is a dementor to Tim Allen's daughter who is becoming a witch. And there's, they make all this reference of like, there's these female things that you're going through. And Mrs. Claus is jealous. I love, by the way, they give her like this feminist arc last season. You know, she's trying to break out of being a housewife or whatever, and they never go anywhere with it. And a similar thing happens this year where it's like, you're a strong, powerful woman, Mrs. Claus. Here's five speaking lines this season and nothing to do. Yep, basically. (laughs) Except for like, feel like she's being replaced by La Bufana, who is a much more nurturing mentor figure to the daughter and they both learn how to like cast spells and things. They recycle a couple of the same plots. Though. I mean, last time it was like trying to find a succession as well, right? They were doing the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they just now they just do it with Cal. Cal. Cal Calvin. Cal Cal. Cal Calvin is that. And at the end of last season is when he decided he wanted his son to take over and make it a family business. Right. And now we're dealing with the repercussions of that, which is nobody else thinks he's good enough, which he isn't. No. And he shouldn't. He's and an also idiot. he doesn't want it though, too, is the other thing. Right, which is why we need fluffy. God. (laughs) Thank God they didn't do that. Well, there's still time. Hey, hey, hey. Hold your fucking sleigh bells. There's time. (laughs) I think they're going to do it. They're not going to do it. I think they're going to do it. Tim Allen, you're going to pry this franchise out of Tim Allen's cold, dead hand. They're trying. (laughs) Tim Allen is not going anywhere. Next season, they're going to build up to his son realizing he doesn't want it and then giving it to Fluffy. And then the fourth season is going to be Tim Allen teaching Fluffy how to be Santa Claus. And then the fifth season is going to be Fluffy being Santa Claus, but Tim Allen's still hanging around the North Pole and he won't leave. Do we want to start placing bets on how this goes forward? Next Santa? Yeah. This is like the Shohei Otani free yeah, agent sweepstakes. That's, that's right. What are the odds on next Santa? Bl- yeah, Blue yeah. Jays at plus 125? There we go. <laughs> it's Fluffy. I don't see it. I don't think so. I don't think so. Fluffy, like, uses the term winning in this show like he's Charlie Sheen. Where did you get all the figs and walnuts? Do not question the great one, you peasant. Okay, okay, but now that I'm with the real Santa, how'd I do? How close is this to the real North Pole? Well, instead of reindeer, you have goats. That's the only difference? Winning. And I'm like, I will not keep doing this podcast anymore if we have to watch more Fluffy on this show. The, I will. I will. Podcast. I will. You're quitting the podcast. I will shut down the RSS feed <laughs> if there's one more half hour episode featuring Gabriel Iglesias and the Santa Claus. Oh, I wow. won't do it. Oh, so we got to send our letters to Disney. He makes please. a Roblox joke in this about how like kids love their. And I'm like, what is Roblox? Yeah, he does do this. <laughs> 
Nico, you're such a crotchety old man. I can't do this with Fluffy. <laughs> Part of the problem is this show is really made for people who watched the movies as a kid and now they have their own kids. And they could just put it on and it's familiar enough to them. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's that's what it's for, but it's horrible. It's not good. <laughs> you could just watch the original movie. You can just do that. Original yeah, but people don't good. know how to do that. Yeah, I mean, they have to scroll a whole other carousel down on Disney Plus to find it. I mean, I don't know how you'll exactly. how it's you like, manage. Those effects are just not quite as convincing, too. Why would I want to watch something that looks so fake? Oh, as opposed to the hyper-realism, the, that, the, the that, James Cameron-esque re- photorealism of the effects amazing. in this show. It's, it's incredible what they're doing in this show. <laughs> yeah, no, it's like... Pardon. Wow, that was tough. <laughs> <laughs> Long night? You might say. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I went to a fucking white elephant swap yesterday. Ooh. And it was, yeah, brutal. What is that, an event? <laughs> and one, you know, one of those like grab bag. Things. What'd you win? Yeah, but what, how, what, how much effort does that take? What's the issue? Well, it's, I've also I've never heard of anybody saying I went to a white elephant. I went to a party and there was a white elephant, but like no, I went. We went for the gift swap. Oh yeah, it was that was the event. You guys got together to do a gift swap and then left. Um, kinda. Well, what the fuck? I mean, there was some wind up, but I mean, once it happened, that was it. You're making it sound like like you're no longer speaking to like members of your family or friends or whomever was there. I'll tell you off air. It was. A, oh no! I mean, it wasn't like, How can it be that big of a deal? What do you mean? It's like well, it's controversial. Yeah, I'll tell you off. Oh air. Jesus! That was, no, was fine. I got, I got I got a lotto ticket that it was fifty dollars on a scratcher. Okay, pretty good. What's wrong with that? No, I think that's great. And what was someone was pissed? No. Oh. No, there wasn't like drama at the white elephant. It was just like exhausting. Okay. Yeah, I just, I also just really, before I forget, I want to mention how violently offended I was by the uh, dancing with my elf. Let's talk about this scene. Mm. It was sort of frying my brain. We hard cut in the midst of the plot to a musical number in Santa's workshop of like a band. It seems to be a music video. Then we're like, what is this? Why do we hard cut it to this middle of the movie? We then find out that this is a recruitment video because Gary barges in after like these pirates crash the music video. I'm like, what is happening here? Yippee-ki-yay, nutter butters. <laughs> Caught you red and green-handed. Take them away. Hi, I'm Gareth the Great of the Effective Liberating Flight Squad, and we want you to join us. And then it starts to become kind of grainy and the picture starts getting weird. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Is, is there something wrong with my TV? Yeah. It actually slowly pans away to reveal that actually it's just a recruitment video. So. It's a recruitment video that Mrs. Claus is watching. Yes. So it's a music video that turns into a recruitment video that is being watched by a character and it's very involved. Yes. And I believe the line, yippee-ki-yay, nutter butter is uttered in that. Ah, uh, yeah. Scene. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. As he like defeats the terrorists. He does, yes. Gary's just a regular John McClane. Gary. 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 I know we talked about this last season, but, like, his new kids suck ass. They suck. They're They're terrible. The old kid from the movies was, you know, also sucked, actually. We hated him, too. But (laughs) but, I don't know. I hate his new kids more. They're even worse. One is actually Tim Allen's daughter in real life, right? Yes. And the other one is not Tim Allen's daughter because... He's a man. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That's true. 
Um, she is slightly better than the guy. The kid. Yeah. The boy. The boy's just doing shtick the whole time, so. His girlfriend is back from the first season. And she's terrible. They call each other Floofy. Yes. Not Fluffy, Floofy. They do say Fluffy in the script, by the way. We didn't mention that. Oh, yeah. he's he No, he does a stand-up set. And that's why you should always follow your dreams, no matter what your dad says, okay? Yeah. You look fluffy. Yeah, okay. Now, uh, before we uh, take a little Q&A, how about some sleight of hand? <sighs> At least it's not improv. So she's back, and they're, you know, two young lovebirds. And so that's part of the conflict is she dumps him because he's too focused on being Santa Claus. They make up, though. So it, it becomes a very legitimate relationship by the end of they this. They hold a prom at the North Pole. They, they do. And uh, Tim Allen decides, you know what? We'll let him go to college first and figure out exactly what he wants to do with his life. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it doesn't have to be Santa Claus. Opening the door to Fluffy being the next Santa. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Right there, dude. It's happening. What if they do like a really, really, really dramatic 180 and they bring back Cal Penn as the villain again? <laughs> Maybe they could do like a Pirates of the Caribbean when all the villains kind of came back for another movie. Remember yeah, that? Yeah. They yeah. combine all the villains. Not a bad idea. It's a, it's a terrible idea. But <laughs> <laughs> they all just do nothing for six episodes. They're all just plotting. They got to get Martin Short back, right? He's got to be coming back at some point. I mean, I don't know what happens to him at the end of the third movie. I mean, we definitely said this last year, too. But the fact that Martin Short and Judge Reinhold have not been brought back yet is a goddamn shame. Yeah. Uh, There was a in episode five. Now we're just like going through random moments because there really is no plot. I'm trying to structure it episode to episode. but Really nothing happens. Yes. It's astounding how little happens on this show. Mm -hmm. It's just so poorly structured. Like you said, it should not be a show. And this is actually, I mean, we can talk briefly about the greater problem with Disney Plus. I mean, a lot of the streaming services are struggling with this, but Disney Plus is floundering and flailing. They don't know what to do with their streaming service. I, I am wondering how much longer they're going to insist on doing these things as TV shows. I mean, Iger has been back now for what, like a year or two? Yeah. He's starting to backpedal on a lot of this stuff. I, I wonder how many of those TV shows that you hear about in development are going to get switched back to movies soon. Well, they own Hulu, right? They do. I don't understand why they made Disney Plus instead of just putting their stuff on Hulu and just going all in on Hulu. Well, I think the idea with Hulu is that it was more adult focused and Disney was Plus was more kid focused, family focused. Right. But when you go to. And I also don't know if they had control over Hulu when Disney Plus launched, because I think they only got it when they bought Fox. And I'm not, I don't remember when that was. I just watched uh, Haunting in Venice, the Perot movie, mm-hmm. and that, I think it got a small theatrical run for a couple of weeks, but then it was immediately put on Hulu. And that's what they're calling it 20th Century Studios now. That's what's happened to Fox. The Fox arm kind of exists as its own thing, and they're, that's supposed to be more adult-centric, right? you know, e- easy, rainy day cable movies is the idea there. When you go on like Paramount Plus, for example, if you have the Showtime subscription, you can go to that. Like, why don't they just? They're doing that now, but they're putting Hulu and Disney Plus. They're doing the inverse. I think it should be the other way where you can go to the Disney channel right. within Hulu. Yeah, no, they're doing a Hulu tab. Shit. How weird is that? Yeah. It's I'm going so to dumb. Disney and I got to go to Hulu. What does that mean? <laughs> like, I got to go into Hulu now. To deliberately get off topic, uh, I did see uh, Guardians of the Galaxy uh, Volume 3. Uh huh. And it was so fucking okay. I agree. Right? Yeah. I, agree. I, I love the rocket stuff, and that is it. Everything else is just fine. 
I think it's a perfect end cap to the overarching plot line for all the characters. Yep. But as a standalone film, it's fine. I mean, Batista's ending is kind of sweet. Batista's good. Yeah, yeah. Batista's good in like all these. Things. Yeah, Batista's awesome. Carrying this franchise on his back as we've been doing since the beginning. The fight scene in the hallway is kind of cool, but the special effects really hurt it. Also, the the Beastie Boys too. I don't think is you know great. Yeah, touch. I'm sick of Beastie Boys being featured in any film. Yeah. Also, why is every trailer for based on a true story films? And I won't let down. What's that fucking <laughs> song? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. I saw like five trailers in the past year <laughs> using that song. But it's like a fucking orchestral yeah, version. Oh, right, right. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> With the bass drops, yeah. When it came up in the Oppenheimer trailer, it was just very, very, very bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> Oppenheimer, you can't make the bomb. <laughs> I must. <laughs> Won't back down. <laughs> Nagasaki just... <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, I, there was one throwaway line that made me laugh a lot, but only because it's me. There was a Stephen A. Smith reference that I'm sure you guys didn't even pick up on when Betty is telling the story of the Mad Santa. In the beginning, Magnus Antis was a great Santa. Some even say the greatest of all time. Blasphemy. We all know the greatest Santa's right here. No, I can handle this. My ego's okay, you know. But if you had to pick, you know, one of them. Santas, they always want to know where they rank. And that's like a first take. Stephen A. Smith, he uses the word blasphemous a lot when he's debating, like, MJ oh, versus does. Jordan. Yeah, yeah, it's one of his kind of thing. That one, that, very <laughs> okay. much over my head. Right, I'm cool. sorry, Nico. So, there, there, you know, that was... Well, neat. <laughs> Who, who's the guy that was sleeping the, the whole time? That was the Sandman. Sandman, yeah. Michael Dorn, Worf from Next Generation shows up. So totally. That was, that was great. Oh, uh, you fucking loser, Adam. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. I had to, I had to call it out. I'm becoming that guy. <laughs> Do we have anything left to say about Tim Allen? No. <laughs> <laughs> This is the, the Christmas episode, too. This is like the last one. Did this happen last time, though? Like, oh, we just... need to stop. This bit is not. It's the, the gift that keeps on like blowing up in your face. <laughs> Forget can't... the gift that keeps on giving. It's like fucking endless right, coal. Right. Next year, when season three comes out, yeah. what we're going to do is we're not going to watch it and do an episode on it. We're going to watch it in bite-sized pieces and do a little end cap to each of our episodes. Oh, that's not bad. Do like a five minute little what's going on with Tim Allen this uh, Christmas. That's I, all it is. This week on the Santa Claus. Yeah. yeah. Why don't we each watch an episode in totally random order? Oh, that's not and bad. And then we come together and see if we can piece it together. Yeah. And not oh, finish like kaleidoscope. The show. Yes. Just watch it in any order. <laughs> yes. I guess we could. Each of us can watch two episodes. There you go. We each watch two episodes in completely random. And order. And then we come back and we're like, so what do we think happened? Yes. <laughs> on this season of Santa Claus. <laughs> you know what though, Adam? I got a problem with this because this is sounding an awful lot like a bit. Oh <laughs> no! That's true. Oh, it totally is a bit. Yeah. We yeah. are a bit we'll free pod. Oh god, that's tough. Yeah. <laughs> But it still sounds pretty good. <laughs> do we rip up the claws, it. the no bit claws, much like Tim Allen does? Are we reinvesting in Bitcoin here? What's going on? I'm kind of. Oh, I, I hope you all did this week. Oh, did you? Been checking the numbers recently. Oh, God. I don't need a fucking update on Bitcoin, please. Just shut up. I don't need this. Up 150% this year, my friend. Oh, wow. 150%. Oh, look at you. Uh, there was a moment where Gary was playing tic tac toe by himself. 
and he lost to himself. I thought that was quite amusing. <laughs> Y'all ever play tic-tac-toe by yourself? It's impossible. <laughs> it's <laughs> Ever play uh, chess by yourself? Um, no, but I don't know if I would be that worthy of an adversary. <laughs> I feel like the only way I could play chess by myself is if I literally make a move and then come back to it an hour later. Like, have right, yeah, forget yeah, right, yeah, what your yeah, strategy yeah, like, was. <laughs> that ain't a bad idea. Like, yeah. I need to just play the board as it stands. Some people do that, though. They try to outsmart themselves. I would start playing favorites. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. <laughs> playing favorites. This guy hasn't won around in a while. Yeah? <laughs> That's right. I feel bad for this guy. <laughs> I'll give you my give me my rook here. Yeah. There's a most Isley Cantina in this show as well. We discover the North Pole has like their own pub that they drink root beer at, and Cal has his first root beer with his dad. Oh, that's right. I thought that was very funny that, that was, there was a most Isley basically. That was cute. I, I like that he pulled the root beer out and he's like, I've been aging this one for a special occasion. 1996. Just a random year they pulled out of nowhere. Did you spot the Martin Short cameo? Where? There's a scene where they're sitting in Gary's office. There's a little green globe thing there. Uh-huh. And there's little Martin Short just hanging out there. In the globe? Yeah. He's like trapped in the globe? He's just like looking at you. Yeah. Are you lying? I don't think so. I'm like, that looks like fucking Jack Frost. You didn't watch the third movie. You just told us. But I've seen the images of him, though. Are you lying? I think he's lying. Is he gaslighting us? There's a <laughs> gaslight going on right now. I think it's- he's gaslighting. I don't believe him. <laughs> he's fucking lying. Oh, he's definitely there, guys. <laughs> now I can't tell what he's doing. Now I can tell if he's lying. Or he's, he's, doing, doing, he's, doing. he's doubling back now. Now I'm trying to decode his sarcasm. I'm no, not just sure. go with it. He's definitely there. All right. I got to go. Okay. I know you do. I'm trying to go on at a high note, though, because it's the holidays, and I love all the listeners so much. <laughs> there, you go. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> I want to wish them a happy holidays and... Of course, thank you for your patronage this whole year, although you don't pay money for this. But I thank you for listening. Spending your aural capital on this show by listening. Mm -hmm. Right? You mean auditory? Oral? Aural. This is just oral? oral. They're they're paying us an oral? Aural. I think it's just pronounced oral. It's pronounced oral? I think so. That's a little confusing, don't you think? Like there, there, and there. But it's referring to two orifices on your head. I know. <laughs> you can also make a lot of mistakes. Right. Yeah, that's, that's what true. I mean. Yes. I mean, they're so close together. Yeah. <laughs> oral and aural. Like, I appreciate our oral time together. <laughs> Which I do. Uh, <laughs> Which I do, too. I do, too. But see ya. Bye. Love you. Merry Christmas. Bye. Bye. Bye.